yesterday you win. I said, oh my God, oh my God, the power of feeling good. Can you imagine? I was so, so happy. Anyways, you come and pick it up. It's ready, eh? And you got, and you, whoops, can you hear me? Yeah. And you have to take a, a picture and a nice live and talk about, yes, live, live and talk about uh, visualization. And now, sorry guys, we're having a conversation before the conversation and before the conversation because I'm, I'm a multitasker. Not always good. That's how I smashed my toe last week. Remember my toe that I snapped like a wooden uh, match? <laughs> well, that taught me to slow down. Anyway, Sylvia, congratulations. Sylvia has been doing a lot of lives and she earned $400 worth of products to complete her pantry. And I was just sharing with her to come and pick it up at the studio and to take a picture, to, to do a live, make sure she tags everybody on it because this is social media. And don't forget, our podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, is divided in three segments. For those joining us the very first time, uh, The Millionaire of the Diamonds is a bilingual podcast. We have about 220 hours recorded in French, uh, and they say we need 10,000 hours to be good. So, Sylvia, we're going to be getting there soon. <laughs> I laugh at myself, right? Now, in English, guys, be very, very, very kind because we're at about 22 hours only. Marie-Pierre, not too much, eh? <laughs> so we're working on it. And like anything in life, if I can encourage everybody out there um, that, that wants to do something and is afraid, listen, guys. We're all afraid. We're all afraid. Every time I go live, yesterday I did another live with my group, uh, Jean-Philippe, Sylvain, Sabrina, and I would share with them, why am I still, my palms, why are my palms still sweating? Why am I still sweating under my arm, armpits? Why do, why does my belly feel as if I have a knot inside? And look, it's 37 years later. That's because I'm doing something new. So if you're not feeling that, uh, um, what do we call it? Dopamine? I think it's dopamine. I, I, Sylvia, I don't know what, which, what, which chemical. It, when, when you get really, really, really excited or nervous, but a nervous with excitement. Adrenaline. 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 Okay, there you go. Thank you. Thank God I have a few scientists um, on my pod beam. <laughs> they put my words in order. So that adrenaline, that adrenaline drives me. And I mean, did you get adrenaline in your veins today? No? Well, do something different. All right, guys. So welcome. So Monday and Tuesday, the podcast, The Millionaires of the Diamonds, is Think and Grow Rich with Jean-Philippe Jacques and Sabrina Tessier. So you got to be able to visualize it. You visualized your pantry, Sylvia. And yesterday, you earned $400 free of products to complete your pantry. It starts with visualization. So that's why we have Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday is the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Now, of course, I, I 
I have my twist on it because I do have 37 years experience in multi-level marketing. And yes, <clears throat> five, four, three, two, one triggers something in my mind that pushes me to jump out of bed when my, my brain is telling me push the snooze button. But still, I need to be committed. So I always ask you, who are the five people you hang around with? Are you working? Are, are you doing teamwork? Very important because there's a lot of mornings. If I wasn't committed to you, Marie-Pierre, if I wasn't committed to Jean-Philippe, if I wasn't committed to Annie Marchand, if I wasn't committed to somebody, I'd be like everybody else. I would be pushing that snooze button. So make sure that the five people that surround you drive you to be a a better version of yourself. So uh, we 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 also bring more than just a five-second rule. And then the third thing we like to bring on Wednesday is the importance to be in a conditioning program. What does that mean? Um, are you praying when you're getting up? Like before you even begin to speak, are you, uh, are you feeling your soul with gratitude? Like whatever you want to call prayer. My husband is Muslim. He will not do anything in, or even speak before he's done his first prayer of the morning. And I love that about him, okay? So while he's doing that, I'm doing my gratitudes. So my technique for me is, you know, saying, oh, yes, as soon as I open my eyes, it's like an automatic now where I say, ah, oh, Amazing. I'm allowed to one more day of life because don't forget every 24 hours. I don't know how many people this planet, how many people die math. I don't know what the statistics are on there, but I realize that so every morning when I open my eyes, I'm going, yes, I made it through the night. And then, you know, you can go on and on. You can go in a very, um, uh, mathematical way. That's my way of thinking of it about it. So I put my, my left foot down. I say, thank you for my legs that you know and then you get up thank you for my arms thank you for my eyesight thank you for my hearing like gratitude gratitude your first 10 minutes of the day has to be constant um has to be concentrated around gratitude my husband does his prayer his first 10 minutes a day is prayer otherwise the five second rule doesn't work you know, how can I move into action if first I don't feel fill my heart with gratitude, which is happiness? Does that make sense? And then Thursday and Fridays, we get down to the nitty gritty part, which is what do I use to become successful? And it's called communication. OK, so for those that joined us uh, today for the very first time, this is the book. If you can see it, if you're on live on Facebook or on Zoom with us. And if not, if you're on Podbeam, it's from Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. This is what we need to learn. Now, once again, I bring my twist to it. Like I don't cover a book just to copy paste what I'm reading, but to, to bring you experience, 37 years experience, because a lot of these books of self-help, uh, of self-help help many people have read these books very few have changed their lives actually less than 0.001% a self-help book without a mentor the results are very 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 slim every self-help book this is why we go to church you know for our, for the catholics we go to church we could all read the bible but you need a mentor to interpret what we're reading right so my husband goes to the mosque why does he go to the mosque he wants to listen to the iman interpret a, a, a segment of the the quran right so a, a self-help book without a master in front 
will not bring us the ex execution of the self-help book we're reading. Does it make, self, make sense, Sylvia? I'm watching you on Zoom. Okay, because sometimes I, I rattle on and I just want to make sure that you're getting the, the importance of doing group readings. Basically, this is what we're doing. So yesterday we fell into part three. It was it part three. Hang on. Let me let me check it out. Yes, part part three, which is how to merit and maintain others' trust. Okay. And, and in that part three, chapter one of that is avoiding arguments so we can build and keep build confidence and keep the people having confidence in us. Okay. And I gave you the story uh, of me and Mohammed. I shared with you uh, back in 1985 uh, in a world where Italian born in Italy, Catholic and loved prosciutto and wine, you meet Algerian born. Remember in 1985, I didn't even know Algeria was a country. Okay, you guys, you know, we let, I want you to get there with me. And many people to this day think that Africa is a country. No, it's a continent. You, you understand how, how we don't understand one another, how different we can be. Muslim and didn't eat pork or drink wine. Whoa. So we covered tolerance yesterday. Uh, don't forget that Marie-Pierre will put the documents in um the Facebook page, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And she's going to put them in English. And you know, there's that button that you can push and you can translate it into French, right? If you need to read it in French. Today, we're going to continue the same chapter, okay? Negotiation, negotiation. So I'm going to continue my story with Mohammed because I think it's one that I dream of writing a book on how to love each other for our differences and not create war. That, that's always been, there's three books I, I've always wanted to write. The first one was my story. So I want to thank um, Martin, the husband of Sabrina, who wrote my story from immigrant to millionaire, which is a fun book to read, very, very light. There's a second book that I, I'm looking to have someone write it for me. It's how to love each other for our differences and not create war. I think. Mohammed and I are a phenomenal example of that. And the third book I really um, want to write, it's part of my dream board, is Be the Master of Your Destiny by Being Your Own Boss. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. Because everybody is taught to go to school, um, uh, get a degree, and get a good job. But quickly we realize that I'm not living my dream life. And that's where people wake up and sometimes they think in their minds it's too late because, you know, it's 15 years they're holding that position. Well, I'm here to say it's never too late. So that one's, that's the third book that I want to absolutely write before I pass away. We're all born to be merchants. Remember, the first um, work of the planet, le premier métier de la planète, the first work of the planet is being a merchant. Not being a doctor, that came later. It's being a merchant. Day one, we needed to trade or sell things to one another. It's the oldest. This is what we're born to be and do. This is our natural nature is to be in business. And we've forgotten that. They've put us in a box so that we can fit um, 
in this society, right? So don't want to go there. That's another subject in itself. So negotiation, let's talk about negotiation. And next Thursday, we'll talk about tolerance. Mohammed and I defied expectations uh, at every turn. So people said we wouldn't get married and we did. Okay. Now people said, ah, their marriage won't last more than a year. And it did. Then people said, ah, wait, wait if they have kids, <laughs> then you'll see. Well, we had three children, Hamid and uh, Nadia are 15 months apart and Nadia and Yasmin are 15 months apart. So when Yasmin was born, Hamid was like only four years old and still in diapers. I, rem I remember my friend saying, oh my God, he's still in diapers. I said, don't worry at 20, I promise you by himself, he will no longer be wearing diapers. So I never stressed myself with all these details, right? Okay. So people now said, wait, wait, wait. When Muhammad decides they're going to be Muslim, you're going to see, you're going to see that marriage won't hold together. And it did. And then they said, ha, ha, wait until they turn into adolescents and the girls, now they want to wear short skirts, you know, st stuff like that. Well, you know what, guys? We hit adolescence. And yes, I had my daughter once come down the stairs and I looked at her. I said, sweetheart, I'm confused. I'm confused. Like it's so short at the bottom and, and so little at the top. Do you have a new job downtown that I'm not aware of? You know, so, you know, we went through that. We we all went through that. Right. And, and, and still, we're still there together. So I could go on and on and on, on and on and on. Remember. It takes two people to fight. It takes two to fight. Okay. And in our couple, there was always one of the two that backed out. So whenever there was a frustration, there was one of the two that backed out. Okay. And this is the key to avoiding arguments. One of the two. It takes two to, it takes two to tangle. So if you want to avoid an argument, back out back out. It's the easiest way to avoid an argument. And usually the person that backs out, is the one that's calmer, you know, use your, your, your advantage point to back out. So Mohammed and I don't fight. Okay. We don't justify, we don't argue. What happens in our approach is negotiation. Okay. So this approach has built a strong marriage, strong family, strong business. Cause don't forget, if things can get worse, when we opened up our business, people said, oh my God, they're going to be working together. You're going to see, they're going to be divorcing in no time. Well, guys, it's 33 years. We run a very successful business together and we have an, a construction company on the side. Amen. Okay. And here we got so strong investments and not only with my husband, also with two of his brothers. Now you need to be able to negotiate. When we got married and to this day, negotiation has been at the heart of the success on every aspect of our life, including with our children. And for those that follow me a little bit on my lives, not that I do lives for any other purpose other than so you can see my day-to-day -day life without me being in business. You know, my kids, what you see is what you get. And if they still hang around and breathe my oxygen at age 25, 27, and 29, Hamid, it's because somewhere along the line, 
even if we didn't always agree with them, we negotiated with them and we we're, we stayed interdependent and not get out of that house if you're not going to listen to me or my way or the highway. Who's raised with my way or the highway? You know, this is where families have split up. So we negotiated things like no pork in the house and no alcohol. It was a negotiation. And I said, you know what? I don't have to have pork in my house. I want to eat prosciutto. I can go to my dad's place. Okay. Alcohol. I didn't drink before I met Mohammed. I don't drink now. So for me, it wasn't necessary, the alcohol. Uh, what about Christmas and Easter? Well, we negotiated, okay? You celebrate Christmas and Easter with us, and I celebrate the Muslim holidays with you. We negotiated. So the beauty in my family is every month there's some kind of celebration between the two religions, right? So we have a lot of fun, a lot of gifts, okay? Then came the children, Muslim or Catholic. Well, I'm not a practic practicing Catholic. He's a practicing Muslim. The, the logic dictated Muslim, okay? The children, are you going to impose on them the, 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 um, um, the religion or will they be free? So we, we, uh, we, you don't baptize in Muslim religion, but you understand whatever it was, but my children are free to behave and, and practice their faith the way they, they want. This is what has united us is our capacity to negotiate. And today we're talking with Jean-Philippe Marica. I think I'm going to say it here, right? And, I, and he's so right. We have a, a technique of six steps to negotiating a deal. We call it where you ask two questions where the answer is yes. Uh, and then you offer uh, uh, a choice between, uh, example, uh, uh, two, two questions where the answer is yes, okay? So uh, I really would love to spend some quiet time with you tonight. I think we're due to be alone. You know, and you kind of wink, hint, 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 right? And then you say, so that we can hurry up and get together, would you rather do the dishes or would you rather take out the garbage, broom the floor and wash the floor? You see? the way we negotiate with tact, it's gotta be a win-win. And then the key, the key element to, to a great conversation, the best way you can talk is by shutting up. So once you've asked a question, would you rather this or this? The next step is just keep quiet. The person will end up saying, I'll do this. And I could add this and this and this to go, to go faster. So that's the art of negotiation. And if ever uh, the answer is not one that's convenient to you, it's just repeating what you're hearing. Sometimes with my husband, by repeating what he was telling me, I said, let me repeat what I'm hearing. Okay, let me repeat. You want me to celebrate the Muslim uh, uh, festivities and you're not comfortable celebrating the... Uh, Catholic festivities. I, am I hearing correctly? So in, in step four, it's just rephrasing. See, with the, if you can't come to a negotiation, step four is simply rephrasing out loud what that person is saying until you're hearing. Because the, the, in, in French, we say the conversation de so, conver, deaf men conversations. 
So when there's a deaf man conversation, it is going to end up in a fight. So if you want if, um, if you want to avoid fights, you need to negotiate. And sometimes with me and my husband, we didn't come to an intent. So in step five, there'd be the technique. Look, it's obviously not a good moment right now to negotiate. Okay. Uh, I have my period. Sometimes I would go if it was true. Or you, you seem to not have gotten enough sleep. L let's put it on the backfire and come back to it tomorrow. And we've always avoided fights. And voila, 33 years later, I call him my James Bond. And that's how it's done. And that's how it's done. So I really believe that when we focus on growing and building, prosperity will happen in our families, in our business, and all around us, in our friendships, okay? So Marie-Pierre, can you give us some technical ways to really be able to negotiate with everybody around us, especially on social media, to build an incredible community worldwide. Yes, yeah, so negotiation, there's one rule that you have to understand is that negotiating is a win-win situation. It's never a win-lose. Because people seem to think that someone has to get screwed over in a negotiation to get what you want. But that's completely backward. So, of course, you can just make a demand and expect the other person to give it to you. You have to make your case. Example, when you call for your um, bill for your cell phone. Maria is a great example <laughs> of the time you can, uh, you have to take the time to just listen and listen and listen. That's the key. Um, she just listen until they are blue in the face. <laughs> they don't have anything to, and she just stay there. And so they don't have a choice to find a win-win situation deal. <laughs> Maria is great. If you never heard her um, negotiating on the phone, ask her to do it when you are there. <laughs> you will learn. <laughs> so yes, of course, there will, there will be some time that people will say no to you. But I promise you that you will be surprised by how many people will say yes. So as long as you are prepared and you are ready to make your case. So negotiations don't have to be adversarial. So it's really a win-win situation every time. So if you want to approach every negotiation with care and nuance and after all, we just want to have a good deal with everyone that we will talk with them. With them. So it's important to understand that we want to negotiate and don't argue. Just like we covered yesterday, an argument with another person likely won't change minds. So everyone will just go back at their life and with the same mind that the they start their argumentation. So don't argue, just negotiate. So yes, it will. Uh, you will need give and take. So the challenge with arguing is that both sides want something and usually to change the other person's mind or view. So it's not fair to ask that uh, of a person without offering something in return. So both sides give and take in order to reach a clear conclusion and 
uh, des uh, desired outcome. And of course, you have to verbalize clear goals. Just like Maria in the example, she said exactly, I want to celebrate Christmas. I want to celebrate Easter. It was really clear. So verbalize your clear goals and don't just give an idea that it's not really clear. You have to just say it out loud and effective negotiation leads with what you want. So you have to start the conversation. For example, and they gave us an example for a website. An example that, for a website. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> it was someone that just said that there wasn't a lot of traffic on their website and she thinks, oh, maybe if we change the place of the website, the, the link, we will have more traffic on our website. So instead of just say, I don't think people will visit our website if the link is at the bottom of the page. If you want to negotiate, it's I want to relocate the links. It's really clear, I want that. And after that, they will have to have a discussion to um, decide the, the outcome. But if you just say what you think and it's not really what you want, it will not give you the opportunity to have what you want. And of course, don't tell people they are wrong. Even if they are, <laughs> don't say they are wrong. <laughs> so nothing helps negotiations faster than feeling someone they are wrong. And maybe sometime you will be at the other end. So someone will tell you that you are wrong. So instead of just backing up and be frustrated, just ask questions to and clarify before jumping to a defense. So you don't have to be right, but you need to walk away with what you came for. So have an idea. If you don't have the outcome you want at this time, you will have answer to prepare for the next time and you will be ready to go back and negotiate for a second time. And of course, talk with your ears. <laughs> so just like we say, listen more than you thought. So um, it's a good measure to know how well you are at negotiating if you look at the ratio of how much you talk and compared to how much you are listening. So it will be really good to know if you are listening more so you have a better outcome and you will be a better negotiation. Negotiator? Negotiator. <laughs> So the sixth step that Maria just told you, we want you to try it this uh, weekend. So find someone specific that you want to try it. And after that, go live on our group. So Lemiliana de Diamant Inspirational Group, because we want to look and have example of what you did in the weekend and what was the outcome. Did you get what you want? or did you have more information for the next time? Maybe it will be one or the other, but go live or maybe do a post if you are more comfortable with the post on the group. So we want you to take the challenge and just practice it.
Everything, Marie-Pierre, is practice, 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 practice. In my multi-level marketing, it was called a six-step dating technique where you asked the customers two questions where you were sure she would say yes. Like, example, in my field, in my my line of work, you would say, I, I noticed, Sylvia, that you work full-time and you always run out of time to make supper, and that's why you're ordering from the caterer your weekly meals. And she would say yes. Um, and I imagine it's costing you a lot of money versus if you had done your own groceries and she would say yes that was step one ask two questions where the answer would be yes step two go directly with a solution so what i propose is in, the, in our case it would be a tupperware party you know would you prefer this time or this time so you make your proposition but with two choices a proposition has to be two choices Okay, it's two choices. Step three, once again, I would say to her, so if, if, if step three, I would listen and she would say something like, oh, I'm not sure if I would get enough people. Uh, maybe if I call her, no, but she, by letting her speak in step three, listening with, talking with my ears, I call it, what happened is she auto convinced herself by herself allowing her to say out loud, oh, no, I won't know too many people, and I wouldn't interrupt her. She goes, well, I don't have to know a lot of people. Maybe if I invite Patricia, she knows more. She Like you would see it in her, in her speaking to herself and not to me. I allowed her to come herself to a conclusion, no, Friday is no good, but Saturday morning, 10 a.m. would be good. Or uh, I don't want to take out the garbage, but... I'm willing to broom the floor and wash the floor. You see that 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 negotiation. So it's a technique that as you practice it, you become better and better at it. Now, once again, I'm going to take you back to the beginning of our podcast. The only single reason you're going to do this because you have big dreams and big aspirations that you want to achieve. And my big dream and my big aspiration with Mohammed was to defy the odds that our, our marriage wouldn't last. And, and honest to God, guys, it's not because I married somebody that was different from me. Anybody's marriage. I like I don't really know the, the real percentage, but a marriage that is successful in itself are very few. Right. So it, 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 it was clear that was one of my goals. My Then, you know, having children. I wanted to have children like you, Raluca. That's why I say you're my sister from another mother, okay? I wanted my children to be happy around me. And I want my children, I wanted, wanted my children to have fun with me. And I wanted my children where I wanted to hear them when they were old, like even before I had children, I visualized them saying, oh, I'm so excited for Saturday. I'm going to mom and dad's home. And today I have the exact vision of that. See, so you have to be clear in your head. What, what's going to push you? What's going to push you? So in conclusion, I'm looking at my time and we laughed this morning. We said, you know, Maria, we know when it's you that does the podcast because it's always like 35, 37 minutes. When my friends Jean-Philippe and Sabrina do the podcast, it's always like 22, 23, 29 minutes. Well, guys, sorry, I'm born in Italy. There's six hours decalage, okay? So I want to close off with this. It is about interdependence. If there's one word I want to repeat and repeat, it's interdependence. By the way, North America, the average standard livelihood should be of a million dollars. 
per household. The only reason it isn't, it's because they're independent. Their independence causes them to fail, causes us to fail. Interdependence, building alliances with others is the key. More alliances we have, more we are connected in, on our social media, more we are connected everywhere. It's about interdependence. Social media can divide us or unite us. Used properly, we now have a platform to be united together with a common purpose worldwide and literally build an incredible empire. Look at us, guys. You know, I, some of you guys, you're like brothers and sisters to me, and I've never met you. And I've never met you. So it's very, very powerful. And together, by understanding that it's about interdependence and negotiating, go practice, you're going to be able to achieve your dream life. But you've got to know first, what is it? What is it? Now, I know on Podbeam, you don't see it, but I have a, a dream board, a copy book. Okay. And in there, my dream life, there's my husband and me. In there, there's me and my children. In there, there's me and my grandchildren. Even if I don't have grandchildren, I put a family tree for those on, on the live and on, um, and on um, Zoom right now. I just want to show you my family tree. It's prepared. Hamid, Nadia, Yasmin. I just have to see who the plus one is going to be. Okay. And then I want to see how many children I can fit up here. You know, but, but what do you see? What do you see? You can't build something you don't see. What do you see? What do you see in your business? What do you see yourself as a leader? You've got to be able to conceive it in your mind. Anyways, the live I'm doing at 1230 tonight, live, live with Maria, I'm going to be covering that aspect of creating the habit of conceiving it every single day in our mind. You know why? Because we love ourselves enough to do so. And when I love me, I can love you. All right, guys, thank you very much for the Anglophones. Be patient. We're at about 22 hours. We need 10,000 hours to be phenomenal. So we're getting there slowly but surely. Bye-bye, everybody. Hey, bye, Joan. Have a great day. Okay, have a great day.